The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. ATB Financial released its quarterly economic outlook for the province a couple of days ago. It forecasts real GDP growth of 2.8% in 2018. Rob Roach, ATB's Director of Insight, joins us with more in this week's edition of The Hoot. Hi, Rob. Hi, Jaylen. How are things? Did you have a nice long weekend? Had a great long weekend. How about you? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Although it's, I keep complaining about the cold. I hear it's pretty chilly down there still, too. It is icy and freezing. But, uh, <laughs> it's winter. It's winter. Yeah, exactly. A few more weeks, and hopefully we're on the back end of that one. So let's take a look at this. The forecast is lower than last year's 3.9%. Why is that? Well, it is still good news. Um, it is lower than, than last year because last year, of course, we were coming off a recession. Mm-hmm. So the recovery, you know, in percentage terms... Um, it's growing from a, a smaller base as we okay. came off that recession. So 2.8% is good. Now, it isn't what it was before the recession. It's about half the, the rate of growth we had before things went downhill. But overall, definitely moving in the right direction. And I think the really good news is that 2017 uh, wasn't just a blip. You know, as we look forward to 2018 and what we think is going to happen, another year of growth. So that shows that there's some momentum and, and we're not going to flip back into recession. Well, and that's good because it does seem like this has been a slow, long crawl out of it. Absolutely. And the fact that we had two consecutive years of recession uh, and quite a deep recession. And so, yeah, we had that, that, that bump last year. Things began to grow and things growing again this year. But where we are fleeing, seeing the the real slowness of the recovery, and we've talked about this on, on the hoop before, is on the job market side. Unemployment rate going in the right direction. It is going down, and we're starting to see private sector job creation. We saw some last year, and we, we, we will probably see some more this year. That's all to the good, but it's not happening uh, at a rapid rate. It's mm-hmm. another boom, and so we're not seeing those jobs sort of flooding back. They're slowly coming back. So if you're still out of work, or still trying to break into the job market, um, these numbers aren't aren't going to feel like we're growing as fast as maybe it sounds. Yeah, and on that job creation front, you had said um, that some new technology in uh, in the oil, in the energy patch re- is requiring fewer workers and construction jobs harder to find than usual. So things are are shifting. Where where are we seeing um, some good growth when it comes to job creation? Well, there you know with uh, with the oil prices, the global oil prices um, have improved. They haven't improved as much for our the prices we get for our products, but they are up. Jobs have come back in, in the mm-hmm. energy sector, just not as fast as they would have if, if those prices, if, our, if the prices we were getting were higher or, or it was another boom. So they are coming back there, but like every sector um, across the economy, uh, technology is improving efficiency, which often means you need fewer people. Mm-hmm. Um, and our energy sector got better during the recession. <laughs> they, can we get this stuff out of the ground a little bit more efficiently with, a little, with fewer labor? So we're not seeing those jobs coming back as fast. And as you mentioned, construction um, overall not going to be uh, a record year. It's going to still be slow. But we're seeing you know, pretty decent employment in areas like tourism, 
um, which had a good year last year. Yeah, great year. Um, likely have another good year this year. The services sector continues to grow, and people are out there starting businesses again, small businesses. So that all starts to add up, and you know, we're seeing that job creation again slowly but surely coming back. All right, uh, you touched on it briefly there, but let's take a closer look at it. So the, some of the good news and the bad news with the, you know, the price of oil. Um, we're looking at some, some different prices depending on, on what oil we're looking at compared U.S. to our heavy crude. Yeah, so you know, we, we know that the, the, the oil glut and the, the subsequent real drop in prices put us into recession. That glut isn't totally gone away, but it's improved, and so the price has improved. So the price we get for our oil in Alberta, um, the benchmark we use here is Western Canadian Select for our, our heavy oil and bitumen. It has gone up from where it was a few years ago, but it hasn't gone up as much as the global price because I think everyone in Alberta is familiar with now this, <laughs> this tricky pipeline issue. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough pipeline capacity that causes constraints and, and we're not able to get our product um, to, to Tidewater to help improve the price. So it is up, but the differential um, is, is not up is larger than we'd like it to be. It has it's been big. And so that's holding us back from some additional growth, um, which is unfortunate. So overall, it's better than it was, but, you know, uh, those darn pipelines, we really do need to get them in the ground. Mm-hmm. Now, we often talk about uh, interprovincial migration. Why is, why is that important, and what are you forecasting for that next year, this year? Um, a little bit of good news on this front. So Alberta, we're used to um, a lot of people coming here looking for work and relatively few people leaving um, for for other places. And over the recession, we saw eight quarters of net outflow, people leaving the province. Um, so now that we're seeing people slowly starting to trickle back in on a net basis, that's really good news. But kind of like the overall story, it's moving in the right direction, <laughs> but it's not a flood back in. And uh, retail sales, Rob? Another another similar story. We're seeing them up. They're up um, higher than they were before the recession. But we're hearing from... Um, retailers, you know, that their margins are tight. So even though uh, sales are up, their costs are also up. So mm-hmm. again, good news, but you know, there's some underlying uh, tension and stress there, especially on the retail side. So when we talk about this, and we talked about, you know, the pipeline issue, um, we still have a higher than you know, higher unemployment than certainly we would like. And you know, you look at the the NAFTA negotiations, all of that. So there's still a, a lot of balls in the air when it comes to this. Yeah, a lot of challenges for us here in Alberta uh, in 2018. I think the really positive story is that we are growing again, for, and it looks like we'll grow for a second year in a row. And that does change the psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we always want to be prudent if you're a family or a business on your spending and, and, and the risks that you take, um, especially during a recession. But now that we're growing, you know, now's the time, again, if it's a calculated risk, maybe it is time to start that business or grow or, or make some decisions that uh, might improve the economy. And I think that snowballs, that uh, people feel that sense the mood is improving. So that's the good news. But like you said, uh, really lots of red flags with our friends in the United States Mm -hmm. with protectionism going on. And we do have to close that differential on the oil price to really get full value for our our resource. Always very interesting. Rob Roach, thank you so much. Thanks, Jalen. All right, we'll talk to you next week. You bet. Bye-bye. All right, Rob Roach, the Director of Insight Economics and Research at ATB Financial.
8.50 on the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News. It's Jalen Nye, Brad Whisker joining me in studio this afternoon, the, the producer of this show. And we were just talking off air, and if anyone has any advice, let me know. And again, it's not a first world problem, but, you know, whatever. Um, we're both struggling to find places to go for brunch this weekend. And uh, Coach and I, every weekend, we tend to go for lunch and we're always struggling to find a new place we have our favorites yep. um that we'll go to um you know deluxe or famoso or um northern chicken tends to be you up there love northern <laughs> right there i'm there quite often and so we've been really trying to go to different places like even if we've never been there before so that's what we did this uh this past couple of weekends we went to the Cajun house out in St. Albert we went to uh, Memphis Blues uh, out in Mill Woods uh, the other night and then gosh where did we go I can't remember where we went uh, after that but where's good brunch places in this city and I don't like eggs and sausage for brunch I like like lunch food okay 630 630 let me know I haven't told you the story yet, but I had an embarrassing moment for brunch on Sunday morning. I went to Commodore, a little hole in mm-hmm. the wall next to Audrey's, mm-hmm. and all the tables were filled up, so decided to sit at their little bar. And they have little, little <laughs> stools, and I'm a tall guy. So I thought I had calculated my sit down mm-hmm. properly and went to sit on the stool, uh... and I fell flat on my back in front of about 30 people. And everybody saw me because it's such a it's such tight quarters in there, and everybody. Oh, are you okay? And I got up and I was laughing, but I totally. So you wiped out at the brunch counter. Sure did. Perfect, perfect. Good. Slippery pants. I was wearing some sweatpants. It wasn't exactly a graceful fall. Um, maybe it's shown a little bit too much skin, but. Uh, I got up, I recovered, and scarfed down breakfast. Uh, yeah, uh, River Cree. Yeah, I've had brunch out there. It's a good spot. Um, Yang Ming. I don't know what that is, but I'll look it up. Urban Diner is great, says Big L. Central Social Hall has amazing brunch menu. Um, plus, they have $20 bottle of Prosecco, so tableside mimosas. The Hotel McDonald. Yeah, fancy. Uh, try the Canyon Grill at 97th Street and 136th Avenue. It's connected to the Rosin Hotel. Canyon Grill. Um, workshop is all you ever need for brunch, says Al. Oh, and, and Chartier and Bromart. We almost went out there. We oh. went there for dinner um, a couple months ago in a snowstorm, and it was brilliant. It's incredible. I've been there once for brunch. They have a great menu, incredible service. I left. It was a struggle to drive back into downtown Edmonton, though, all the way from Beaumont. I was a little bit full. Were you getting sleepy at the wheel? Absolutely. Sleepy at the wheel. Absolutely. So you were talking about your embarrassing moment uh, at, uh, at the brunch counter, falling off the chair. How about this moment? The dawn's early light. What's so proudly wail at the twilight's last gleam? So that was Fergie singing the uh, national, the American national anthem at the uh, NBA All Star Game. Well, that 
That's a version I've never heard before. Did she not nail that? Uh-huh. She's now apologizing for it. She has put out an apology saying, quote, that she's always been honored and proud to perform the national anthem. And last night I wanted to try something special for the NBA. I'm a risk taker, but clearly this rendition didn't strike the intended tone. I love this country and honestly tried my best. <laughs> I don't really know how to put into words what we just listened to. And I've listened to it quite a few times mm-hmm. just because if you listen to that and watch the player reaction at the same time, hilarious. it's hilarious. That anthem, though, is up there for me with some of the worst. Carl Lewis being another. And you have another wonderful rendition for us right now. Okay, that's just enough of that one right there. Who will forget that one? Roseanne Barr. I don't even know how Roseanne Barr gets asked to to do that. Um, And, you know, national anthems, you know, for me are are fairly sacred. And I think they are for a lot of people. And I I think that Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas was trying to do a good job and was trying to do it in her own way. But I think sometimes um, it's best with certain pieces of music to... To, to stick to the classics. She tried to go Marilyn Monroe on the anthem, I felt like, at times. Like, she was singing Happy Birthday, Mr. Mm. President. She was trying to be really intimate with it, if that's the right word. I don't really know, but it just did not work well at all. This one, uh, this uh, article was, uh, who was it? Uh, Rolling Stone, I think it was, saying uh, she turned the national anthem into a bluesy torch song. A bluesy, sultry, two-and-a-half-minute two and a half minute version um, and during it all a low chuckle was rumbling through uh, Staples Center people were laughing um, some of the players as you mentioned were laughing as well social media she pretty much just got you know lambasted on social media for it um, and saying it sounded a lot like Marilyn Monroe's happy birthday Mr. President performance she got torched <laughs> on Twitter and those are the moments where I do appreciate the banter that people engage in on Twitter I mean a lot of times social media as we know is very negative and very cruel and very harsh. But in a moment like that, I I saw one tweet and I mentioned it uh, to you earlier. Somebody said that (laughs) the national anthem was so bad that it made Colin Kaepernick, of course, the NFL (laughs) quarterback, get off his knee and tell Fergie to stop Stop ruining the national anthem. A couple of your texts coming in. If that is her best, she needs to stop singing. It was embarrassing to watch. I had to close my eyes on many occasions. Her facial expressions that went along with the song were awful. What an embarrassment. Boom. Yeah, and she finished it off. She finishes the song, and then, you know, she's feeling good about it. You can tell because she chants out, now let's play some basketball. Like everybody (laughs) was just jacked up after that performance and ready to put on a display for the fans when everybody at home and in the arena is just shaking their head and like are one of those listeners well, I think closing Pink, their eyes. I think Pink did a fantastic job um, at the Super Bowl. I thought she just nailed it. I know some people you know, sh- were critical of it, but I think I mean, she has a, an incredible voice. She does. I, I mean, it, it will never ever compare to Whitney Houston. That's Whitney Houston is, yes, exactly, completely untouchable. Some of the texts coming out this afternoon regarding the best place for brunch, Brad, Meat, which is where you went on White Avenue, uh, the downtown diner in Fort Saskatchewan, Saratoga 
is a good place for lunch. Um, downtown Diner, once again. We have to go to Fort Saskatchewan. I haven't been out there anymore. Uh, Normand's has a brunch now at a decent price. Okay, good. I have a gift certificate for there. The Common, the Atlantic Kitchen that has best fish and chips. Uh, Stanucci's on 118th Avenue and ask for Colette. Again, look at this. Downtown Diner, Fort Saskatchewan. Going to take the drive this I'm weekend, I guess. going to take the, the drive to uh, Fort Saskatchewan. Last time I was out there was looking at motorcycles. Now it's time for some brunch and <sighs> a good time. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.